Favorite Things Podcast, Nicheless Tidbits of Happiness. So today I'm going to share with you some of my top reads. Funny enough, when I started this podcast, a few of you messaged me saying, oh, yay, you're going to share about the books you read. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Well, not consistently anyway. But today I'm going to share some great reads that I loved and maybe you could love too. For 2022, I set a goal of reading 52 books. It was a pretty lofty goal for me. I had surgery last February, so I knew that I'd have a lot of downtime and I ended up having tons more downtime than I thought. I was able to read 111 books in 2022 crazy. So before I start talking about these books, I want to mention some things I've learned about reading. So I got to start all the way back to second grade. I was a horrible reader. I always struggled with reading. I never enjoyed reading at all. Sorry for my teachers in high school, but I didn't read anything you assigned. I skimmed it. I picked through it enough to write the assignment. I was not a reader. Now let's fast forward a few years. I was 24 before I picked up a book and started reading again. Now I read through all the Twilight series and then you know what I did? I stopped reading again and I didn't read anything else for a few years. Luckily I came into a friend who was a huge Harry Potter fan and she asked me several times to read Harry Potter. I had not ever really been interested in fantasy and I didn't know what all the hype was even though I'd watched part of one of the movies. I finally gave in and I read the first one in less than 24 hours and I devoured the rest of the series within six weeks. From that, it really kicked off reading for me and I suddenly had this huge to be read list. I wanted to go over all the classics, everything they had missed growing up and I'm in the course of reading one of these and it's just bad. I dread having to crack the spine open in this book. In my head, I'm going, you should love this. It's a classic. I have since learned, if I don't like something, put it away. So maybe I put it aside for a short time and try again. Maybe I just like not interested, don't want it. And it doesn't matter how much of the book that I've read, whether it's the first chapter or halfway through it. If I don't like it, I don't like it and I don't read it. There is so much value in that lesson. Shut the book and step away. Whether you are an avid reader or a casual reader, if you don't like a book, put it down. That does not mean that you can't come back to it later because I have found that oftentimes it might be where I am at in my life and what's going on is why I resonate better with a character or why I maybe don't like a particular story at that time. I had my own recent experience with this with the Ballad of Songbird and Snakes by Suzanne Collins. So I got it because it's kind of a prequel side story of Snow, who's a bad guy in The Hunger Games. I bought a hardback copy and I got it home and I read the first chapter and I was just like, I don't actually like this. It was a weird sensation because I was so sure I was going to like this. And a month later, I picked it up and I read till chapter three or four. And again, the same thing, like, oh, I just don't think I like this story. Over the course of a few months, I talked to multiple friends who had read it and they were like, look, you don't like it because you don't like snow because you know he's a bad guy later on which is true. If you know the story of the Hunger Games, he's kind of the mean guy. So they were like, you've got to read it from a perspective that you didn't know he's going to end up that way. And then you're able to enjoy it. So I did go back and I did read it. 
And I would say a little over halfway through, I was like, oh, wow, okay, I really like this book. I would recommend that you read it before you read The Hunger Games, as it will give you a lot of insight into why he behaves the way he does during The Hunger Games. A well-loved author is Christian Hanna. I recently read her book, The Four Winds. It's about a woman fighting through the Dust Bowl. Really fantastic read. However, none of her other books I've read can top The Nightingale for me. It is one of my most recommended books to people if you have not read it. It is so beautiful. The tagline is, in love, we find out who we want to be. In war, we find out who we are. Absolutely love the story. And the ending is just wow. I, it's a must read. A series I really enjoyed is If I Run by Terry Blackstock. It is a kind of crime story. It's about a girl who's on the run and she knows the truth about things, but she can't really trust the cops because they got some bad guys there. But what I appreciate about these books is that they're clean. There's no bad language in them. There's no sexual content in them. And I really like that. I did look her up a while ago when I was reading these. She is known as a Christian author now. Over 25 years ago, she was actually a Harlequin author before she came to know God. I have to praise Yellow Wife by Sadiqua Johnson. It is a beautiful historically based novel about a girl who has an African-American mother and a white father. And when she grows up, she doesn't belong to either side. She is in slavery and she talks about how a journey of someone of this color might actually have went. The author uses historically based places and even real people in her story, which I feel like just brings the history to life. And she herself says that she was inspired by the history and what she found on a trip with her family to write this story. It is breathtakingly sorrowful and I highly recommend it. A mother loves her children. Of course she does but sometimes she may not like them very much. Let me tell you about my serendipitous read. Years ago, I was home visiting and my Nana and I are having a conversation about the books we like. She tells me that The Shell Seekers by Rosamund Felcher is one of her all-time favorites. She, in that same conversation, tells me she didn't think I would appreciate the book very much right now because it's about an older woman reflecting on her grown children and their life growing up. However... When I got back home, about a month later, I walk into the library and on the little free desk, the shell seekers is sitting there. I, of course, have to take it. I feel like it was meant for me to read. I read it. I do really like it. It was a good story and I could see how she appreciated it. And I could see the reflection of why this book would have meant a lot to her. And if you're an older woman with grown children, I think you would appreciate it too.
on to a well-loved author, Nicholas Spark, from The Notebook to The Return to The Wish. The majority of his books have the same vibe, but they're all really well-written and have really great characters that you can really fall in love with. And I used really a whole lot there. Anyway, great author. And a lot of his books have been turned into movies. I appreciate the fact that his movies are pretty true to the story. As you know, he's known for sometimes the ending is sad and sometimes it's not. I love that because you don't really know what you're going to get. If the shoe doesn't fit, maybe it's time to design your own. Cinderella meets designer meets bachelorette. This book by Julie Murphy, If the Shoe Fits, was an adorable read. So cute. Can't believe it's not a Hallmark movie yet. This was another book club read for me, so I had no idea. I had never read this author before. I really enjoyed it. The main character is actually a plus-size girl, and she's really into fashion. She ends up on a bachelorette show, and it was a riot, and I loved it. Fun, fantastic read. This next book, I am not going to recommend. I'm going to say I have recommended it, and everyone I've recommended it to has been like, Lisa... I don't really know why you like this so much. I thought it was hilarious. It had great ups and downs. It's not even a comedy, but the, the funny parts were so funny. It's called Ms. Vincent's Beetle by Rachel Joyce. And I got it in a book club box, so I didn't know anything about it when I got it. And it was hilarious. These two spirited women traipsing through the jungle. One of them's in search of a beetle. The other one's tagging along for her own reasons. And it's hilarious. Maybe the reason it's so funny is because in my head, I'm picturing Emma Stone and Melissa McCarthy playing these characters, and it's just a riot. I mean, someone in Hollywood needs to make this into a movie, get those two lovely actresses to play it, and produce it just for me. So I'm not going to recommend it to you, but if you want to take a risk, read it. Let me know what you think. You probably noticed today that I only recommended fiction books. I will definitely be back with more podcasts to go over nonfiction and kid books and some other groupings that I wanted to put together. My last recommendation today, though, is The Phantom Tollbooth by Norton Juster. It's technically probably a kid book, but it's so hilarious that adults should read it. It is full of grammatical puns, and it goes without saying. Okay, I went back and forth whether to leave it there or not. It goes without saying is one of the most hilarious things within the book. So you got to go read the book now. Come back next week for more nicheless tidbits of happiness. As always, choose joy. XOXO, Lisa Jones. <laughs>